February the 5th, 2024. Luke chapter 2. Are you growing? Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your love, dear God. Thank you for your unwavering grace, your favor upon us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, three in one. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord, my God, my Father, my Savior. Thank you for allowing us to lay before you this morning. Looking forward to receiving this day our daily bread, hearing from you, doing what you called us to do and be, that you might get the glory. We bless you in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Family, indeed, I thank you this morning. On yesterday, again, first, let me thank you for allowing me into your time, into your space with the Lord our God. It's an honor and a privilege. And on yesterday, Sunday, Sunday, yesterday was sort of a long read. It started off with commentary about the gospel according to Luke, and then we went into Luke, so I didn't have much time to really express to you the, the joy that I received, my wife and I, on Saturday, the day before. We really had an awesome time with, uh, uh, with our friends and just, just celebrating with them and being able to meet new friends. You know, God is truly good. Community is truly needed and necessary in this walk, this journey with the Lord our God. And I didn't get to express to you guys how delighted my heart is and was when, when I get to see and read the different blessings and testimonies that are happening on our WhatsApp platform, knowing that God is truly good and, and He's growing us and allowing us to see certain things. And, and I would affirm that God is your Father and he will give you what you need according to his abundant riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Therefore, family, friends, when, when you receive your daily bread and it, and it moves your heart to know that it was for you personally and inspires you to react in faith, know that it was not because of something I said or did, it was because of your faithfulness and being obedient over what God has told you prior. Therefore, he knows that you are ready to receive your next blessing or instructions. Accordingly, keep doing the mature walk and expect to bear fruit of the Holy Spirit. Nonetheless, family, friends, I thank you for your encouragement and gratitude because indeed, we need that in our lives. And as a result, we glorify him. Now, as, as Luke guides us through this uniquely detailed letter of love, let us continually look for 
the following major themes. Jesus' person, Jesus' works, the kingdom realm, the Christian life, social dimensions, and the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, as we embark on another day on this side of eternity, I pray that we yield to your will and your way where our Father God will ultimately receive the honor and glory. In the mighty and majestic name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Be blessed and encouraged by this word on today, family. Luke chapter 2. Are you growing? In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first generation when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it questioned at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel, before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, 
And this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for, for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Penel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and favor of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But when they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God. Are you growing? Now, family, friends, based on the last paragraph of this chapter, the Holy Spirit has extracted some, some, some obvious ways to recognize growth. 
Now it may look different for you or maybe another part of chapter 2 leaps out for you. I encourage you, bask in his word and receive your daily bread that may be specific to you. But the first way I recognize growth was growth has a look. In its simplest form, it is, it is different than what it looked like prior to this day. And because it is something new, it, it also has the potential to cause pain. Hence the term growing pains. Number two, the second way to recognize growth is because it's something new, it has the potential to stretch and possibly break if the new is put into something old that was not built to sustain or uphold the new. Hence the term, do not put new wine into old wineskins. This may call for breaking out of or away from old relationships, places, or things that are stunting your growth. The third way to recognize growth is some based on where they are in their walk may not recognize your need for growth or notice it right away when it happens like Mary and, and, and Joseph didn't recognize Jesus and, and his growth that was needed. However, when your growth comes from your relationship with God, you will know and your actions must display it for it to be true, genuine growth. Spawning number four, which is the increase in wisdom and favor with God and man. Father God, you, you are the source of all growth and transformation. As my darling Grace and I were witnessing after receiving this word early morning, we were talking about growth in our quiet time as we shared a meal and, and broke bread. And we recognized that you are the one who makes all things new and, and gives us the hope of glory. You are the one who works in us and through us to conform us to the image of your son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the growth that you have given us and the growth that you are yet planned for us to walk out. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunities and challenges that, that you use to stretch us and shape us. We thank you, Lord, for the grace and mercy that you show us when we fall short or even fail. We ask you, Lord, to help us embrace the growth that you have for us, even when it is painful or difficult. We ask you, Lord, to, to help us let go of the old things that hinder us or hold us back and to put on the new things that you have prepared for us. We ask you, Lord, Holy Spirit, to help us recognize and respond to your voice and your will and to follow your lead and your guidance. We pray, Lord, that our growth would be evident and visible to others, not for our own glory, but for yours. 
We pray, Lord, that our growth would be authentic and genuine, not based on our own efforts, but on your power. We pray, Lord, that, hallelujah, that our growth would be fruitful and lasting, not for our own benefit, Father God, but for your kingdom. We praise you, Lord God, for you are the God of growth and transformation. We love you, Lord God, for you are the God of love and grace. We worship you, Lord God, for you are the God of glory and majesty. We bless you and praise you in the majestic and mighty name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be encouraged on today. Let the Lord our God, let him lead you, let him guide you, let him direct you. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, if you do not know the Lord our God as Savior as of yet, if you have not confessed the sin in your life, call upon the name of Jesus out of your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised them from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, and you shall be saved. Call upon the name of Jesus and let us walk with you. This journey was not made to be walked alone, family. It was made to be shared with and in community, as we said at the beginning of this episode. Let us do life with you. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.